Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. Show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com, and this is episode 66, Counseling versus Coaching. What's the difference? beautiful fall Wednesday here in Columbus, Ohio, and I am coming to you from my home office. And today I'm doing a little different of a podcast because I'm going to really be getting into the profession of counseling versus coaching. And the reason I wanted to do this is I keep getting a lot of questions about it from people emailing me or when I talk to potential clients, what's the difference between counseling and coaching? So um, if you ask 10 counselors or 10 coaches, they will give you 10 different definitions of the difference between counseling and coaching. So part of the problem with this difference is it isn't really spelled out in anything specific. So I'm going to give my thoughts on what I think the difference is and how I think each is a a positive and um, and the positives and negatives of both, I guess. So I just want to go over some myths or some common stereotypes of, of both professions and kind of flush this out a little bit. So one of the common stereotypes is that coaches have no certification. And that is not true completely. (laughs) Because there are lots of well respected coaching certification programs. It is true that coaching has no licensing body overall. So counseling has been around for years. And we have a licensing body, I'm licensed through the state of Ohio, I have to do so many CEUs A, a year, I had to sit for a licensing exam. I am I'm I am the board kind of controls what I can and cannot do. So I have a lot of stringent rules and ethics that I have to compete with or comply to. I'm sorry. But the coaching profession has um, a wide array of certifications. So you could have someone that has gone through year long certification processes and taken an exam and they are a certified coach through the licensing body of coaching, even though there isn't really a licensing body. But there is one that's a little more respected than most. Or you could have someone that just, you know, they went through a divorce a year ago, and they have feel like they have a lot to share about going through a divorce. And so they throw up a coaching shingle, even though they've had no certification or anything. So the idea that there is no certified certification for coaching is wrong. There is a certification for coaching. But as a consumer, it's up to you to pay attention to what is that certification. So if I say I'm a licensed counselor, that's a, it's a standard process of what I've gone through. If someone says they're a certified coach, that certification isn't standardized. So to kind of find out what does that mean? um, And to ask a few more questions probably would be helpful when it comes to, you know, flushing out, do I want coaching or counseling? Another myth of coaching and counseling is that counselors, sorry, counselors keep you stuck in the past and coaches move you forward. And this stereotype drives me absolutely crazy because you can talk to any one of my clients. We do not get stuck in the past. Um, I do not. I move my clients forward. I try to make their lives better. And in order to make your lives better, sometimes you do have to go into the past and look at what happened, you know, to unhook a, a pattern that happened with your dad or a pattern that happened with a sibling or a pattern that happened at school. You know, the past is not something has clues for us. It is not something that we should be totally avoiding. So that's kind of an old school 
trying to find the differences between coaching and counseling is that counseling only works in the past. And it really depends on the counselor and who you're talking to. And if they are someone that, you know, there are counselors out there that really do really want to believe that the past really portrays the present and the future. And I am not one of those counselors personally, but I do believe that there is stuff that happened in my childhood. There is stuff that happened in your childhood that kind of affect that affects us now. And so we may need to tap into that briefly to unearth that, but we're not going to get stuck there as far as our work together. So that's something to really pay attention to. And another question to ask is, you know, how, what is the philosophy of the counselor or the coach that, um, when it comes to working in the past, the danger sometimes with coaching can become if they have not had a true certification process, and they start going back into the past and unearthing stuff, it can get a little sticky. So you know, I have had training in how to do that. And I continue to get training through my um, CEUs as do all counselors. And coaches sometimes don't have that training. So the coaching profession is taught to refer to a therapist who's had more training in unearthing if there's been trauma or something really sticky in the past to help you process through that. So that's something also to pay attention to. Um, you know, where where are you in your healing of your past? And if you've had some real trauma, it may be helpful to go see someone that's had a little more certification, a little more education in that piece. And another myth is that counselors have to diagnose you or counselors keep you stuck in you know in a pathology so if you come see a counselor i'm going to try to figure out your diagnoses and decide if you're you know have anxiety or depression and i'm going to pigeonhole you into this diagnosis and then we're only going to work on whatever that diagnosis is and that could not be further from the truth so yes it is true that counselors can diagnose. So that's part of the deal is counselors can give you a diagnosis. And the only reason I think that diagnosis is helpful is because you can get insurance reimbursement if you have a diagnosis. So I don't take specific, I don't take insurance, but I do help clients who want to, I'll fill out a form to help clients who want to refer to try to get insurance called out of network insurance. And when I do that, I have to give them a diagnosis. That's how the health insurance world works. So if a client comes in to see me and um, they they want to fill out their insurance forms, I will diagnose them with, you know, anxiety or depression and, and, um, and that's it. We don't obsess about that that's our diagnosis. We don't talk about it all the time. That is just something we do for the purposes of paperwork and health insurance. A coach will not diagnose you at all. It won't even come up because it's not something they have to do for insurance purposes. Now, that said, it depends on the counselor that you go see how how much they're going to be talking about the diagnosis. So an old school counselor that has been around for a long time may be more focused on diagnoses and may be more focused on treating the depression, the big diagnosis pathology. A my personal belief is I don't really get stuck on the diagnosis. It's a diagnosis. We all have anxiety and depression any given day, any given moment. We just kind of tap in and out of it. So for me, that's just a means to an end to get reimbursement from insurance. It is not. Um, it's it is a diagnosis. It is true. It is something that you're struggling with, but it's not a um, something I'm going to label you and pigeonhole you in and put you in a box. In it is one piece of this huge puzzle which is, you know, your life. 
and the struggles that you're having. So I think that it has become, you know, a stereotype or a myth is that coaching is more for the um, the worried well kind of, you know, people that are just needing some help and moving forward and achieving a goal and kind of kicking some stuff to the curb. And counseling is more hardcore and more, you know, you really need to dig into your past and, and you're really feeling terrible and you have this depression and anxiety and you really need help with it. And to some degree, that's probably true. But I also just want to really encourage you and the biggest message I want to send on all of this is um, is counseling and coaching are, are very similar and very different all at the same time. And each counselor and each coach you talk to is very similar and very different all at the same time. So there isn't a, a lump, you know, this is counseling and this is coaching. It's close enough that it's hard to define them as how they are separately. But it is also up to you, the consumer, to chat with each individual coach, counselor, whoever it is that you want to come talk to and see if you have a fit with them. And that's the most important thing, you know, to ask them the questions that I talked about. What's their licensing? What's their certification? What's their you know, opinion about diagnoses? How do they work with clients? What's the, you know, how are you going to make progress? How are you going to move forward? All those things. You need to be asking those questions of each person you talk to, because this is a you know an intimate process working with another person and talking about your life and trying to unhook some stuff and move you forward. It's it's hard and it's challenging, and you want to make sure you have someone that you connect with and that you agree with and that you um, you like their philosophy. So I guess the biggest message I'm going to send on this you know counseling versus coaching is it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you have found someone who you connect with and you trust and you believe that that they can help you and move you forward. And that you know that if it isn't working, you can back out and you can move on and find somebody else. So the idea that you have the control here of figuring out who it is that you most want to work with. The name they call themselves is not as important as their licensing, their certification, their experience, their continuing education, how much they care about you and the connection you they have with you. So um, that's my take on counseling versus coaching. If you have other questions about this, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com, and I'll be happy to answer them and, and chat with you more about this question. Now it's time for the weekly ritual challenge. The one thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. So this week's ritual is um, is about the changing of seasons here in Columbus, Ohio. It's, you know, we're getting into the fall, even though it's 80 degrees outside. We're getting into the fall. And this pre-fall, early fall time is my favorite time to really slow down and look for the subtle changes in the leaves and the subtle changes in um you know, the coloring of the flowers and everything, it's its very subtle. And it, in the process of driving around or taking a walk this week, kind of look around and pay attention to where are you seeing these changes. And it will totally surprise you, I guarantee it, of how much you really get to see out there. So that's the weekly ritual challenge this week is just to kind of notice the subtle changes of fall. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out every week. If you have questions or or 
thoughts or anything, please email me nancyjane at live-happier.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.